Ooh, there's that catchy tune telling you it's time for Full Spectrum Cycling. Show number 145. COVID edition. Thanks to Santa Claus. We're kind of semi-still isolating here in the Smith Factory household. And uh, sitting in for JK today is my son Garrett. Hi. Say hi, Garrett. There he is. And uh, taking the part of the uh, ever-lovely J.K. Livin, my daughter, Sydney. Hello. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just because we started on time today, but somebody somebody called in already. Which one of these? Oh, these are. Hey, let's, let's see who we got here. Hey, welcome to the radio program. Caller, who do we have on the line? Hey, this is J.K. Livin. Oh, J.K. Livid. Completely upset. My name is J.K. Livid. <laughs> uh, we have uh, also it, playing your role today is Miss Sydney Smith over there. Hello. Yes, I heard. I heard. And also, uh, okay, uh, again with the welcome to the radio program. Who do we have on the line? <laughs> what are you talking through a sock or something? <laughs> I am on a headset, maybe that's what's sounding. Oh, it just—it sounds horrible. Don't do that anymore. Get rid of that thing. Really? Yeah. Uh, terrible. I don't know what. Is, that, is that how your customers hear you when you talk on the line to them, and the and you're doing the no. the IT no. guy thing? No. No, I'm calling back from that headset. Yeah, you sound like Mushmouth. What's that guy's for? It was some cartoon. Remember that guy? <laughs> He's good. Uh, Tony's going to call back on a different line. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, you know, Santa brought the our fine household, the the Rona. So we didn't want to yeah. make everybody kind of feel crappy and stuff. So we did our thing and this and that. And now we're here at the uh, the dining room table in our house <laughs> doing a show with, uh, well, JK on the line right now. What's up, JK? How are you doing? How am I sounding? Oh, you sound fantastic. Oh, good. When, like, you're, you're like five out of five, baby. Five out of five. This is how I this is how I sound during my damn Zoom meetings and whatever. So I'm, I'm I was able to transition very easily into this one. Wow. Well, you probably make everybody super happy. All right, oh, okay. and we're going to make another attempt at getting T T Burger on the line. Hey, radio callers. Did hey, I, is that you? Crisp oh, you sound way better. Better? Huh? Oh, for Christ's sake! All over the place. There's right. calls coming in. Okay, so we we got Tony, we got J.K., we got uh, we got Karen, we got Sydney, and let's get the real person in on this deal. <laughs> Welcome to the radio program, caller. Who do we have on the line? I can't talk to you. You can talk to us, hey. dude. Don't worry about it. You can talk to us. It's not it's, <laughs> totally not a pro- it's not a problem. <laughs> Sorry, no. Um, my wife is just asking me some detailed question that I did not have time to answer. <laughs> asked me right. I told her I was calling in, but uh, but Liz, yeah. So I said I can't talk to her right now, but I can in ten minutes. So, well, yeah, for sure. We don't. Need, we we've got we had so many guests on today. Where we've got the we got my kids in in the dining room. We got J.K. and Tony calling in, and you're right. you're our featured guest. We need so. to the technology. <laughs> wow, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, technology. It's just 
it's it's actually horrible. I don't want to ever deal with it again. Um, that said, though, Seely Dave, uh, you got some snow up there yeah, in in, in uh, Dave, north it, yep, northwards. In inside of Dr. Seuss's snow globe. That's where I live right now. Every time I look outside, it's like oh, somebody shook our snow globe again. It kind of looks like that, but uh, yeah. So great snow up here. Um, we're just actually, I'm just uh, heating up chili, and my buddy Tom Schuler of your neck of the woods is up with his wife. They are doing they ski a double Berkey. Holy mackerel! Insane. But um, they do that every year, and so he was just doing that with a. His former 7-Eleven teammate, uh, Jeff Bradley, and some other guys that always do that. Um, and uh, um, so he was up. But, um, yeah, I think what prompted uh, uh, this call for me, though, was I, I sort of did the official announcement, finally, that I'll be taking over the Hungry Bear 100 and Schwamgen 100 uh, races from Tim Kruger and Esker Cycles and Terrain Tires. Yeah, we watched. I, well, I watched the video of you and Tim talking about it. That was it was a good uh, announcement. You guys did a great job. Is that the first time you've, hey. you've used the studio at the uh, Life Above Eight Studio up there? Yeah, you know, I because we were sort of doing so many Zoom things during the whole pandemic cycle. You know, I kind of created this little mini studio setup that I have with, like, you know, I use my desktop my spare monitor as like the actual video monitor and I have a little tripod set up. So it's fairly easy for me to just throw my Sony a seven three on a tripod and click on the little led lights that I have. And, uh, um, I run it through my laptop, <clears throat> but that I just recorded straight into the camera and, uh, and then just edited an iMovie because I'm not really good at final cut pro yet. I think iMovie is a I'm fantastic thing for most stuff. Uh, Going through Final Cut Pro is an awful yeah. lot more work. I, I don't know, you know. Right. So, well, you know, if, what I would really like is if somebody, one of my friends that, you know, I've got so many friends in video that use that stuff all the time. If somebody would just sit down with me and show me the five things I need to know in like Adobe Premiere or, or Final Cut Pro. So well, I, can I, can tell you, I can tell you the number one. Number one, Dave, only use Crossfade. Do not use any other... No wipes, no, no, none of that other star crap. Just anytime you're doing a transition, either it's a straight edit. cut or it's a wipe. Don't do anything else. I started to edit that video in in Adobe Premiere, and it like showed up in the preview as a cropped version, and I I could not figure out why. I'm like, screw it, I'm going back to iMovie. I just know how to use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and to be fair. Really, we should again with the videos as as with the podcast is kind of make it a goal of to never do any editing because that just wastes a bunch of time. So if you can get the if you can if you can get it down right off the bat, you, you, like live TV or live radio, yeah. you're doing fine. Otherwise, you're right. wasting time. So yeah, it's like I, it's, I, a, it's, a, it's a slightly different it's a different art form, but yeah, I have very little interest in doing a bunch of editing. That said, Greg. Um, it is kind of handy to be able to edit in like, you know, like, oh, a little shot of, you know, this shot from my GoPro off my bike while I was riding. And then, you know, it, it's kind of nice to edit those things. Oh, together. that's true. So, yes, of course. You're, you're 100 percent correct. You know, different POVs from different cameras, A cam, B cam, stuff like that. GoPro versus drone or stuff like that. So I do have to learn some more of that stuff, but I'm not convinced that I need 
either Final Cut Pro or Adobe. But uh, anyway, so back to the bike thing, though. Yeah, so I so those two events, Hungry Bear 100 and the uh, Schwamigan 100, have been like terrain tires events that Tim Kruger started 2008 or something like that. Um, back way back when and he's from now town of namakagan so he's originally from here now he lives in splits his time sort of between minneapolis and um montana where the other half of his company is based but uh and his brother ryan is out there too but um so he ran those events for years and they're kind of have this sort of diy event feel to them um which i like and then they also kind of have sort of like this family reunion vibe to them like sort of like you know a gnome fest or something like that you know or the same crew has been coming back for years and it's slightly it's, less you know, mushrooms so I really maybe like that. than gnome fest yeah perhaps perhaps and lunds is not a, a feature yeah well he but then, so. but now that you're doing it but now that you're doing it you're like a maybe you, he will be you're yeah. like a sponge for the lunds so yeah he, he may show right up there <laughs> those guys are going to go but, do um, them so, they're doing the thing in marquette coming up so you might be oh yeah safe for a yeah, little while polar roll yeah 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 polar roll yeah yeah that brings up something else but let me just finish my thought on this so uh so yeah so i'm i Tim's business though is growing and he just doesn't have time. And he, you know, he splits his time between Minneapolis and out in Montana. So uh, the events were probably either going to go away if somebody else didn't take over them. Um, so I, I agreed to sort of take ownership of them with my life above eight. I started an LLC for that just to own these events. And, uh, and uh, I'll, but Tim and, and Odia uh, will still be at all the events and stuff. I'm just sort of, you know, running the show so they don't have to do it. Yeah, there's so much like pre-race, pre-show, pre-event things going on that, you, yeah. you know, there's a lot of yeah. legwork before the actual event so, happens. For right. Sure. So I, and I'm doing some of that legwork right now. I'm just getting uh, the final details on insurance done and then once i have that i'll file permits and as soon as i get a general feel for the permit application which should be a no-brainer um and the insurance seems like it's working out fine then i'll launch registration so i'm thinking if folks are interested uh registration should be open around uh you know first or third or something of january well that's very ambitious yeah Hey, and then, but speaking of uh, Marquette and the UP, I don't know if you happen to see that. God, it wasn't, who was it that just did it? I can't remember who did it, but somebody rode a 50-mile beach ride up there. Did you happen to see that? I it did was not, on the but, book I'm, of faces. not, but I'm moving to Michigan just because of what you just said. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, on the north coast of the UP, uh, a 50 mile beach ride. So that's definitely on my, and that's one way. It's 50 miles one way. Um, wow. So that's we'll be up definitely summer, on my obviously. to-do list. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let's uh, let's. I'll I'll get I'll scoop up those details and I'll share that stuff with you again. But uh, um, let's let's try to put something like that on our on our radar for a long beach ride weekend up in the up i like we don't have idea. to do it in in winter no we don't have to do it in no winter. it's cold it's cold <laughs> no. now no 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 they just did it so um and maybe lake levels are lower in winter i'm not sure um but, not uh, not appreciably but there may be some ice out there that you can kind of go around yeah your, it might be 
faster. Yeah, you might go around yeah. your. Uh, and honestly, I could. I don't mind doing like a twenty-five mile beach ride one way and twenty-five. <laughs> At, at, 20, at 25 jokey, below 25 for 25 25 below yeah. on a 25 mile ride i like this idea <laughs> if you remove the below <laughs> well we're looking forward to uh well i don't know if jk is going to make it now what with his uh situation over there but uh, uh we're going to do i'm sure i'm going to put out the board yeah right more, more conclusive ah good call Rona. He had the he had the Rona presumptive positive. <laughs> oh, so we've been going through that at yeah, our house. I, yeah, everyone here has kind of either yeah. gone through it or going through it because we're in a closed space and and. Uh, but coming right. up on Saturday tomorrow is uh, the you know January first traditional watch the dips do the dip, go down to Swinging mm-hmm. Door right. and then. Then uh, I had a thing planned, but that guy fell through, so we don't know what we're doing after that. But we're supposed to have semi-snow globy conditions here. Yeah, heavy <laughs> snow, too. It's it's gorgeous up here. If people are looking for, you know, to actually ride fat bikes in the snow, um, it's we've got good snow up here now, So and all the gravel roads are amazing. So And it looks like, I said, a, a giant snow globe, so it's absolutely gorgeous. So if people are looking for snow, we, we do have it up here in Campbellland. And I remembered where that, that fat bike ride was. It was from Grand Marais to like out to Whitefish Point. Wow, that's where the uh, Edmund Fitzgerald so, so might have like made 15 of, more northeast miles. Northeast of Pictured Rocks. Yeah, northeast yeah. Northeast of Pictured Rocks. That's, that's where that was. So Remember the song, Edmund Fitzgerald. Um, if he would have made that 15 miles around that point, they might have made it. <laughs> yep. All right, well. Well, we can all sing sing that song and some other shanties, and when and we have a beer at the point. Meow, meow, meow. Well, hey guys, if you got if you got other guests, oh yeah, we, go, we got the kids, uh, we got the people's you know, get our get our chili going. To find out what my wife wanted, but I just did want to check in. <laughs> um, all right, Dave. Thanks for calling in. Uh, as always, good information. Uh, snow up up in the Hayward yeah. area. Go ahead and ride up there and. Uh, you know, give us a shout soon because there's a lot happening this time of we'll year do. up in your neck of the woods. Yeah, we'll do. All right, okay, Dave. Buddy. Later. How are you? Yeah. Hey, Lee, Dave, everybody. Giving us a little uh, heads up on what's happening up there in Campbellland. And, uh, okay, so we got, so, so we got, so Tony, Tony, so, hey, Tony, what's up? Uh, what's up? What's up? I'm, uh, I'm excited for snow finally. I've got my studs on. I thought for sure I jinxed it by putting the studs on. And I have to update our one listener and let him know that the box nine, Elroy, the box nine is a two digit shifter, one up, one down. Elroy, by the Not way. Not the single. Elroy. A double Elroy. His real name's Trevor, but Elroy is his moniker. The box nine, yeah. It's so, just, yeah, just, yeah the, which that's funny. I was going to look at it and I totally spaced it, but yeah, it goes, it's up and down with two levers. The, the nice thing about fat bikes is unlike road bikes and other bikes, you can change the tires pretty fast, like minutes. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and yeah, and I can... ended up at the, when I was, when I saw you at the shop, I was like, Oh, I'm going to struggle getting these tires on. And man, that went so fast. I threw the other bike in the stand and started working on it. That's why I remember that the shifter had two levers. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like you don't so, even you don't even have to use your like tool or anything. You can just use fingers to get them off. Oh, yeah. For the most didn't, part. Didn't use a tool. And, yeah, and they, you know, I don't think Sam ever used those those studs. Now I've got a a fresh set of very slow riding studded tires on my uh, very slow butt because I haven't ridden my bike and I'm fat. Yeah, but I can keep up with you then, so that's good. Yeah, hopefully we'll 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 survive that, but yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, Greg, how you been doing with your? Uh, I'm I'm totally changing subject because Greg, I'm Greg, looking at Greg. It who? Wait, where, what? Hey, Sven, what? Sven, Sven. Sven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I, I need to ask how your Synology is going. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's sitting on a kind of a hollow shelf, so it always sounds like coffee is percolating behind me when it's doing its thing. Mm-hmm. So I need to get a little kind of a foamy thing to kind of quiet it down a little bit, but it seems to be doing stuff all the time. Yeah. It's like, it's doing its stuff. It's making, it's making things happen. Uh, I am, um, I'm painstakingly transferring data from my old NAS to this NAS. And the problem is the old NAS is so old that the only reliable way to transfer data I found is secure FTP, which is so ungodly slow. I can't believe it. I just, I just got a cat six line so I can do my, direct to the NAS because I'm not doing it over the air. That was like 27 hours for a couple of things. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't have time like that. No, this is, I'm actually, this is pretty quick. Geek that transfer, right? it's just the download. It's the download from the old NAS to my workstation before I transfer it back up. Uh-oh. It's like, oh my God, it's going to be forever. But anyway, that's not talking about bikes. Well, um, bike schmikes, so. I like to say. I am I am hoping that I I fully expect I'm going to go see my mom on Friday because my test was negative and so is the rest of my family. Um and then I'm really looking forward to uh, Oh wait, I'm looking forward to riding tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be snow. a good day. I guess it was a good day. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even have to I even still have an extra I still have an extra beer token from Swinging Door. Oh, I got a couple Can you believe that I managed to leave without spending one of my tokens? I did actually I found a couple uh Three or one drink, like the wood token, like for any drink. That's a bloody mm-hmm. Mary right there, baby. And and yes, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm willing the uh, the PCR gods to be nicely to me yesterday, so I can join this. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. speaking of which. Top, oh yes, yes. Top we of the hill. To the top of the hill. Well, I got I got top of the hill over here. We got top of the hill in the Smith household. Is is no beer, but I do have something to crack open. It's uh, oh, Coca Cola Zero. <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, I, I do have. I do have to put this plug into Total Wine Sydney because uh, she brought me beer for Christmas presents, which will get us through the next few show week at show weeks with uh, good beer on the top of the hill. So. Uh, Sydney, thank, thank you. you, Sydney. Also with the uh, Coca Cola Zero. You're mixing that with the beer. Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> I don't have any beer today. Beer mm. mosa. Beer mosa. Yeah, yeah, yep. What are you guys drinking? I mean, I'm having a Wild Range Brewing Company India Pale Ale. Once wild, always wild. Um, for those of you that don't know, and I'm going to guess this is uh, a, a Brewed for, um, well, what's the name of it? Trade, not Trader Joe's, um, the other one, Aldi beer. 
Ooh, they're they're uh, British, is, aren't they? Uh, German, actually. Yeah, no, they're German. Um, oh, they're this German. This was brewed in Rochester, New York. Yeah, Aldi and and Trader Joe's are owned by two brothers, and I'm ninety nine percent certain they're German. Kind of like Nike and Puma. Is that right? Yeah, they were owned by two German brothers. <laughs> Or, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. It's Adidas and Puma. I apologize. But they were two German brothers who. Owned by family members? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. Right. Right, right. right. Yeah, Shane. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's an all right beer. I've had it once or twice. I think I brought it to the show once, too. It's, it's a, it's all right. It's all right. It's, all right. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to get to the the Utes here before we run out of time. But uh, JK, what do you got? Uh, what'd you get for Christmas? I got some toasty, super toasty Carhartt gloves that are like nice and pretty and waterproofy and whatever. Uh, gave them a couple rides so far, and they're working nicely, nicely. And then like a couple other little cold weather things that need to be. You know, upgraded every season that I just never get around to, <clears throat> which works out in that thing. I also noticed and, that, that you put and, like. And, 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 I just saw it was in all caps. I'm like, have you, you've watched it already, then I take it. Oh, shit, yes. <laughs> the book of Boba Fett. Breaking apart, um, breaking all the Easter eggs, everything. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's on my radar because it came out today. I mean, Two days ago. <laughs> Goddamn internet time. All right, then. Yeah, Book of Boba Fett. Who's messing with the microphone? Yeah, Tony, knock that off. Might have been me. Hey, where's James? Because he's touching his microphone. All right. Well, before they get bored, let's. Hey. we're going to get to the Utes here. Uh, thanks, everybody, for calling in. And uh, if you want to hang on the line and listen, you're welcome to. But uh, I mean, really, again, you know, sitting in the place of uh, uh, J.K. Living over there is my son, Garrett, and just wanted Garrett to kind of hang out and tell us a little bit about his cycling experience this last year with with the NICA team at the Whitefish Bay High School. What did you think of that? How'd that go? I don't know. There's, I can't really think of any super interesting stories. Just the fact that, I don't know, high school cycling is a fun activity, it's a good way to pass time, and um, I met a lot of my friends through it, actually, back in, like, seventh grade when I joined it. And you're a sophomore now, so you're seven, eight, nine, ten. Four. Four years worth of, of cycling with the... And you started out with a composite team because they didn't have enough members for your own school to have its own team, so you combined with some others in the area, and now... There's been enough participation that Whitefish Bay has its own team. Whitefish Bay's team is almost solely made by my grade. Oh, wow. I think the only other person from Whitefish Bay was um, John, the senior. We should get some younger people in on your team. Oh, uh, there were some middle schoolers and like sixth graders. Yeah, it's because people have to come up and take the place of the superheroes and whatnot. It grows every year. Yeah, that's the nice thing about Nika, and I almost think, to be fair, that's going to be its sort of sore point, is that it's getting so big that it's going to become a gargantuan thing that is not as fun as when you started when it wasn't that big. So I remember doing that back in the old days with the Wars series. It's like the original ones were, you know, 
kind of like a family and a couple hundred people having fun. Then it got to be like this behemoth and you can't even really control it. So I hope that doesn't happen for NICA or they figure out a way to split it off into separate areas of the state or the country or whatever so that you can still have that kind of grassroots feel and it's not all about just being the winner or the fastest or whatever. It's about kind of going with your friends and hanging out and having a good time and doing the pre-rides and doing the practices. And yeah, doing the weekend race thing is great, but really it's all the stuff leading up to it. At least I hope that's how most people feel. Yeah. The weekend races um, are usually a really good uh, time to like get to know other people on the team. If you haven't already, cause you know, we have to, uh, for three of the five races, we have to camp overnight from Saturday to Sunday. So it's really nice because um, you do a pre-ride on Saturday and then do the actual race on Sunday. So Saturday night is really just a time when all the teams are kind of messing around together. Uh, one of the races this year was at Wausau. A couple of my friends and I saw some other people messing around and we decided to just kind of walk in and join them. And we thought they were all just random people from various teams. It wasn't until the next morning that we found out they were all from Madison West. And we just kind of walked into their game of zombie tag or whatever and just joined them. Nobody stopped us or anything. <laughs> That's cool. And one of the, so uh, my family, my wife, hi, Wendy. She's over there on the couch. Got me a propane fire pit for Christmas, which you guys learned about kind of on one of these campouts at NICA. And I thought, boy, that's a really cool thing. It's like in the city here trying to do a fire in your backyard. It's like, oh, it's too windy. Eh, this and that. We don't have any wood. It's like, just hook up a propane tank and you're good to go. Right. And Oslin, you could bury a natural gas line too. Yeah, we could do that. And now I have a deck in the way though. So we're going to have to tunnel like some kind of. I don't know, some kind of mole underneath the the deck. To all get that to... Colin guy from the UK. Yeah. <laughs> that Colin engineer guy who builds all the underground stuff. Yeah, there you go. Right on. Um, also, uh, taking the place of uh, Mr. Tony Berger, my daughter, Sydney, and I, th- I thought Sydney would be, she's been very cycling-oriented for a long time, especially since I said, you know, why get a driver's license when you're going to college because that costs a lot of money. So uh, Sydney has graduated from college and is working a couple of jobs now, but is still riding her bike to work on days when she's working in the neighborhood here. And I, I just, you know, how did you, how did you get through college without a car? That's it's weird. Who, whoever would have thought of that? So the main way I got through college without a car was I, well, when I worked downtown in Lacrosse, I rode my bike to work. And if it was really, 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 really cold, I'd bribe one of my roommates to drive me. <laughs> Not no Uber, no. No Uber though. No, no um, Lyft. Lacrosse has a okay-ish bus system. I didn't utilize it that much, but yeah, I would bike. I think I had to get a ride once. Like I rode my bike to work all the time, and I would like if it was late at night and I had to go into. You know, arts majors, we have to go in all the time at late at night. I would ride my bike to campus or walk or whatever. And I mean, the only time I really felt that I missed a car was when I had to go grocery shopping. But there are things that you can do to 
make it so you don't need that. This lacrosse isn't really the best community for like a lot of stuff isn't very close in lacrosse. To campus. Yeah, to campus. To sure. campus. Right. Yeah. Um, so but there were things I could do and made it work. And Do you remember what your bike, what kind of bike you rode? Was a Univega. 507. One of the best, nice. uni, one of the best Univegas ever made. Yeah, that's a great bike. And it, so that was from 93 to 95, somewhere in there. So that bike is older than my daughter and she <laughs> rode the thing through college. It's great. And it's still to I'm, this I'm day. I'm still riding it to yeah. work now. I ride it to total wine. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying steel is real? Steel is real. Tony, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, Sydney works at Total Wine and and liquor or? Eh, Total Wine and more. And more. Okay, so, yeah. More. Yeah, more. Um, Yeah, so that's brought. That's regularly. (laughs) Brought the wine. Can I get shower curtains there? Yeah, no. Whiskey curtains. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Right on. Well, you know, I mean, we managed to already kill almost all of our listeners, and there's just the one left now. So I'd like to say thank you very much for listening to our COVID episode with uh, Sydney sitting in for Tony and and Garrett sitting in for JK and JK and Tony on the horn. (laughs) And also (laughs) Seely Dave. Seely Dave always makes our shows good. But uh, anybody want to... Any uh, Gary, you got any going away from this show bike stuff you want to say? Not really, oh, other gosh. than the fact that my dad makes good bikes. Good bikes. <laughs> got wear, wear helmets. Yeah, drive crazy, take chances. Uh, Sydney, thank you very much for just, you know, I know there was a lot of stuff going on today, but you guys were great guests. And owing to the fact that we'll probably be back in the studio next week, I hope. By the way, it rained in the studio. I got to tell you guys about that later. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, you got to see the video of the roof. <laughs> really brown. Oh, it just it it, it rolls it rolls like the lakefront when you're lo- watching the water. The roof rolls like that when it's not supposed to. Oh, so put it, put it in the notes. Put it in the meeting. Uh, the meeting notes. The <laughs> podcast notes. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if, yeah. I, I, if I can get the video from uh, Jamie. I, I will because, oh, my God. It, it's no wonder the place is leaking like a sieve. But I, I just I figured I should move to West Texas because I'm so good at finding water. So, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a funny one, Greg. I know, that's what she said. Sven. That's a funny one, Sven. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for being on the horn. Thanks, people, for being in the the dining room. And uh, we'll be back here next well, week. What's the show number, Greg? This is 145 there, bitches. Yeah. Yep, 146 right. next week. Hopefully we're back in the studio, I believe. Sounds good. Ten four one nine over. All right. Bye-bye. What's going on here? There we go. There we go. There we go.
Oh, oh, those guys left. I was just gonna say, hey guys, how's it going? No, they left though. They 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 both hung up. Aw. Oh, that's it. Okay, bye everybody.